It's Thursday and time for the Lisa Lewis Show. Imagine that you're at a seminar or conference and you find out the person sitting next to you is the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. What questions do you want to ask? What key strategies are you looking for in order to take your business or career to the next level? That's what you'll discover on today's Lisa Lewis Show. Heard every Thursday at the same time on the Toginet Radio Network. Now it's today's show. Here's your host, Lisa Lewis. Rise and shine, all of my movers and influencers. Thank you so much for keeping the dial here on the Lisa Lewis Show. Today is Thankful Thursday and as your host, Lisa Lewis, I'm very thankful to be here with you uh, today. Uh, this show is dedicated to a little precious um, angel that was born today, Lana Rain Stewart. Uh, congratulations to um, the proud parents, uh, Kia and Trevor Stewart. She was born at 6.33 a.m. this thankful Thursday. And today is July 26th. Uh, so congratulations to um, your family and many blessings and mercy be upon you as you raise this little one in the, of course, in the admiration of, uh, of our heavenly Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Well, today's topic I want to talk about is tips to prepare for back to school. And the reason I thought this would be um, a great time to talk about it, we have less, in my air, neck of the woods, uh, we have less than a month now. So we're on, it's the final countdown, <laughs> as you would say. And um, as I'm preparing and getting ready for uh, my nine-year-old to go back to school, I know some, you know some of you listeners may be doing the same thing. And so I thought I'd share some tips that have helped me and some tips that I've found along the way and things that I've gleaned from other um, parents that have children who are going uh, back to school um, this August or September, depends on where you live in the world. So... Um, Yesterday, I went and, you know, did the paperwork and everything for him to enter into the fourth grade. And then, um, so we are ready. I ordered his shoes last night. I usually don't do online orders. I never do those, but I've been so busy and pretty much have stayed at home because I work from home. So I've been really busy with my different endeavors. And and so uh, I said, okay, last night, I'm just going to give in and order them online from the store that I would have went to anyway. So they have plenty of sales going on right about now. What I tell people is don't wait to uh, the back-to-school sale because I'm not so sure that those are sales more than those are things, you know, maybe those are things that they're getting rid of for the season, and that's okay. Or they may hike the price up and then call it a sale. So I always tell people to get, you know, to get the things you need before those type of sales. Like with um, Amazon Prime Day, that was a great time to get a lot of things. But if you miss that, make sure that you be on the alert for those type of savings because I do indeed think that you, you know, you are saving exponentially when you do those type of sales um, and not necessarily waiting for the tax-free weekend. (laughs) Because, again, you know, you're only saving the taxes and, you know, they might have, the prices might have been adjusted. 
uh, you know, but these are just uh, things that I find that works for our family. Um, so as summer ends, is coming to an end, many of us are now thinking about how we can prepare for school. The back-to-school sales are everywhere, and your home will soon be overwhelmed with papers that you can easily control as you prepare for school. So here are some tips that I hope that you find helpful for our topic today, which is tips to prepare for back to school. First up on the list, I have take some time to read with your kids throughout the summer, and it will help prepare them. These uh, tips will also be helpful to teach you what you need to do to get the most out of your time left before the children go back to school. Number two, enjoy school shopping with your child and involve them by giving them choices. Our kids love to pick out their own outfits. <laughs> and so, like with uh, Jack, I I asked him different things. He's really not, he's a guy, so he's really not into it right now. I don't know if he will be, but he's like, oh, okay, if that's what you if that's what you think I should wear, <laughs> he's, you know, he's, so he doesn't, thank goodness, he doesn't ask for the different name brands and uh, tennis shoes and things like that. Um, what we typically do, uh, you know, it's a great, I, I am going to say this, it's a great pair of shoes that I've found to be so great that he can wear all year, even during the summer. He can wear them to birthday parties that he's invited to um, with his friends. Uh, he can wear them to the park. He can wear them to the uh, water park. And these shoes, the, the name brand is Native, N-A-T-I-V-E, and they are great. They are great shoes. So check those out at your favorite shoe store. And um, they are they're economical price to me. They're anywhere from $35 to $45, depending on your children's shoe size. However, you're going to get use out of them. When I buy them for Jack, unless his, his, he has a, a foot growth or foot spur uh, then um, in growth, then he can get wear out of them for two seasons, you know, like for two, almost a year and a half, two years, just depends on if his foot grows then obviously. But, you know, their feet are going to grow till. I don't know, 21 each. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work out. However, I do know that it's a great and dependable shoe. So you um, might want to look that up. And, and they have them for girls, too. So uh, And they're unisex. So um, they have some specifically for girls, and then they have colors that are unisex that you can um, you can get for your gal or guy. Number three, prepare yourself for early mornings and prepare what you can the night before. Being ready for a school morning is the best thing that you can do to get your family off to a great start. It makes a huge difference and cuts back on stress and chaos for the mornings. And this is what my mother used to do for us. I remember it. She would tell us to, um, you know, find our clothes the night before, and we would have to iron them the night before. So unless the weather changed significantly, we would have to, we couldn't in the morning change our minds. That wasn't the time. You pick it out the night before, you know, and then, you know, you iron it and you get all of your accessories that you're going to wear together. Obviously, your backpack, you look in your backpack and you make sure that you have your homework in the folder in your backpack. And then 
she would have us put our backpacks uh, by the door. And then the only thing we have to do in the morning is, um, you know, make our lunch and, um, and then put our brown paper bag or our lunch pail in the backpack by the door and then leave. <laughs> so I find that to be most helpful. So what I do is I do, you know, I do that same thing. And then also, uh, you know, with the lunch, I choose to um, prepare Jack's lunch because he's a picky eater. And I also know what he likes. And I don't want to chance it, him going to school and not like what they're preparing that day. I mean, I know they do send you out a calendar, I guess, most schools. And so I guess you could go over it with your child and, and, and make sure that there's no allergy um, worries that you have to worry about. Or And then your child can tell you if you are one who don't want to go through packing a lunch, which I don't mind. I only have one at home. Uh, but if you don't want to go through that for whatever reasons, um, then you could, you know, they prepare, they have the lunch menu, I do believe, a month at a time. So you can always look on there and see what days they can't eat or don't want to eat. And then that way you can plan accordingly to have um, brown paper lunches, bag lunches from from home on those uh, dates and then put it on the fridge. That way everybody is aware in case mom has to skirt out earlier than dad, then dad knows what's going on and um, can be prepared. Also, another thing is that I've been seeing more and more lately and, you know, it kind of breaks my heart with, um, you know, as hot as it is with people forgetting the children. So please do whatever it takes to remember your kiddos are, you know, are in the car with you uh, and try not to be, you know, let things distract you and stress you out because then you're, you're not in your best frame of mind. So if you have little ones that are in the back seat, maybe, you know, put your purse back there or dads put your wallet back there. Or these days we have cars that start without the keys. And so put your keys in the back seat or something, especially if you have an office that you have to unlock or something, you know, you think of that. So put those back there or, you know, um, maybe put your phone, put your phone back there and have it go off uh, like in 15 or 20 minutes, however long it takes you to get to your um, to the daycare facility or the school, put an alarm that'll alarm you and put your phone in the back. That way you can hear it because, you know, let's do whatever it takes to keep our children safe and, and you know, nurtured and, and so they can get to school and be ready to learn and have fun, you know, with their friends. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Lisa Lewis Show right here on Toginet Radio. Today is Thankful Thursday, and I am your host, Lisa Lewis. Today's topic is tips to prepare for back to school because it's about that time for some of us sooner than later, starting in August and September for wherever you may live in the world. Uh, Also, if you have any tips, any great tips on how to be prepared uh, to go back to school, please send those over to us. You can email us at lisalewiscompany at gmail.com. Also, you can call and leave a message at 210-240-8845. 
If you're just tuning in and you'd like to listen to this uh, podcast in its entirety, we are live. But if you'd like to listen to um, podcasts that we've done in the past and this one, you can head over to iTunes and search for The Lisa Lewis Show. And um, you can download the podcast so that way you can um, listen to us on your busy schedule as you're walking around in the park in New York or jogging or cycling, whatever it is that you're doing on this lovely day, you can go back and listen to us. And we always appreciate your feedback and for you staying tuned. So on the other side of the break, stay tuned because we'll talk more. UK internet site BuzzFeed to help make your life a little more fun. Next time you catch a cold, try adding a touch of magic by holding a handful of glitter in front of your mouth just before you sneeze. By the way, here's a word coined by a Canadian disc jockey for that feeling you get just before you sneeze. Anticipation. Hey, slang is just language with its sleeves rolled up. The actual medical term for sneezing is sternutation. Here's a suggestion from one expert for making a cell phone last longer. You can double the battery life of your cell phone by simply putting the darn thing down. Well, that's plain old rumble gumption, which is another word for common sense. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting Magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Thank you so much for keeping the dial here on the Lisa Lewis Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. Today is Thankful Thursday, and the topic is tips to prepare for back to school. So I'm going to go over a couple of tips with you that have helped me and blessed me and also things that I have gleaned along the way or ideas and tips that I've gotten from other moms and dads that are getting their children prepared for school this coming um, 
school year 2018-2019. Next up, number four, celebrate back to school with a party. My friend hosted a back to school party last year and it was so adorable. She had water balloons, pizza, and gave each of the kids a few school supplies that were adorable, like cute frozen pencils and a fun initial notebook. Number five, if you're homeschooling, build up your supplies as you start the new year. Stock up on pencils, markers, crayons, highlighters, and more. Number six, when all of the busyness of school hits, it is nice to have some planned family time. Play one of the board games uh, that you have, any that have, a, you know, there are some 10-minute activities that you can do with your kids. And our favorite time to play is right after bath time when we are ready for some much-needed downtime and family time, right? <laughs> Number seven, take time to prepare your anxious children for school. Take a tour of the school, meet the teacher, and practice pick up and drop off are just a few of the ways that you can prepare and start your uh, school year off right. It will really help your child to know what is going on and what is going to happen the first day of school. And that way, that gets, a, a, you know, that gives way to a lot of the butterflies that the children might have just by walking them through it. It's just like with us, you know, if you're starting your first day at work, you probably will at least, you know, drive to it to kind of see, you know, what it would be like to get to work. And that way you can see how early you need to leave the house. You'll probably try on a million and one <laughs> at, you know, um, outfits to see what's the perfect one. You'll probably do something with your hair. Men will probably get a haircut and be well shaven. So, and that preparedness, you're getting ready to be your best on your first day, right? So we can do the same things that relate to children so they can be their best the first day of school. And as you know, the first week, it's usually very hectic because they're going to come back with all kinds of paperwork <laughs> that we must sign. And, of course, the children will say, oh, we got to bring it back the next day in order to get a prize, right? So uh, make sure that you also um, – are prepared and not stressed out, you know, when the children go to sleep, then maybe you can sit up with a, uh, you know, a nice glass of bubbly or what have you and sit there and do the forms and not freak out. And usually if you have children that go to the school and you have multiple children, I think they allow you to um, not have to duplicate each one. But if the if the information is predominantly the same, what I would do is say fill out everything that's still the same. The things that are going to be different about the children are going to be their name, like their first name or whatever, their name and their date of birth, right? But they still have the same parents. They still have the same drop-offs. They still have the same address, uh, you, know, unless, you know, and if they don't, then that information is still um, provided. And then what I would say is that stop and then make copies of that and then just go back and then fill in the different information that is specific to that individual child. And I, I think that would be, you know, easier for you parents instead of having to do one packet now that seems dreadful 
and then you take too long to do the packet and then you work yourself up into a frenzy. We, we know how that can be, right? So that's just uh, some suggestions on how you might want to handle that if you have multiple children that are going to school. Um, next on the list is number eight, create a homework station for your children. You could even build a whole desk for under $100, we found. We've done that before. Like, you can go to the different stores, wherever your favorite store is, um, you know, and get the supplies. Or, you know, if dad or granddad wants to be handy, if they are handy, uh, handy men, if you will, they can go to the lumber yards and get, you know, the supplies and build something like that. And then if you have, I don't know, not all of us have a mudroom, but if you have a mudroom, I could see putting like a desk that, you know, back there that adjoins to the wall and maybe the corner, you can use that (laughs) and put the desk up and then have the the chairs on the opposite side, if you know what I mean. So if you have two or three kiddos, you could do it in the mudroom or if you have a very wide uh, foyer, foyer, then you could... um, do it there as well. Uh, so it just depends. Be creative and see where there's some space in your home where you can have a table and then you have the supplies that they need. You can have the roller under it, depending on how, how high the table is, then you can ha- go to, um, you know, whatever store you want to go to that has uh, office supplies and get the roller um, desk, you know, the roller um, office file. Um, uh, that you can put up under there and then have all of the school supplies and then you can label them like, you know, art supplies or scissors or, you know, rulers. And then that way it's a station where everybody can go. And then on the top, you can also put supplies like pen- sharpened pencils, pens, markers, glue, um, construction paper. It just depends on what grade levels they're in, notebooks, uh, the com- composition books. And you can have that there. That way people are not all, the the children are always squirming and and disoriented by where's everything. (laughs) You can have it there and probably can also have a hook where you can keep the book bags there as well. They can put them there um, when they come in from school, right above the, the table. And then as soon as they're done with whatever they do, then they can all go in there and have a work space where they can just take their you know, their homework and things out of their backpack. It's in a centrally located spot. Nobody's looking for anything. It's not left in the van or whatever or at school. And just come up with a routine and children will follow suit. I mean, that's what they have to do at school, right? <laughs> so those are just some suggestions on things you can do, whether you have one kiddo or, you know, several. So um, let me know how that, if that works out for, for you all. Also, um, I don't know, for the parents who've seen, maybe you've been to a baby shower lately, or maybe you've had a baby. Just like uh, congratulations again to Kia and Trevor Stewart on Miss Lana Rain Stewart, who was born this morning. Um, congratulations again. So I know when I went to their shower, they had the, what is it called, the diaper cake. So, um, you know, that's where it, it's multiple layers, like one, two, three layers, and around it you have the diapers and everything. So now, you know, you could do that also with school supplies. You could have someone, or unless you're creative, you can have the children make it this summer before school starts. And then you just put 
you know, like the crayons all the way around it and then attach it to something, stick it on something and then put the band around it. And then the next layer can be school, you know, um, glue and things of that sort. And then at the top, it could be post-it notes and things like that. And then if you use mason jars, I happen to have some around. I know we use mason jars. Then you can also use them um, for containers. So then you can put, excuse me, depending on how big the mason jar is, you can put, um, you know, pencils in one, pens in another, paper clips. Um, things of that nature. And so just use things that you have already at home, and then that saves you on, um, you know, your bill uh, when you go to the store to get all of the other school supplies that, you know, the teachers say that the children need, and we we all know how that can be. Um, this year we used, uh, well, every year, the school has a um, school supply company that we go through, and um of course, they add their tax, and then they usually add on a little more in order to help out the PTAs or PTOs at the school. But it was so beneficial because it's a one-stop shop. They know everything that the each teacher needs in each grade level, and they prepare it for you. And then they, um, you know, and then they ship it to the school. So when Jack goes to school, and they've been doing this since. Um, kindergarten where Jack goes and um and so anyway uh then they ship it to the school and then we don't have to worry about that and then when we get to school usually the teachers already have um taken the supplies out and the room is set up and and you know they just share everything because everybody has pitched in so you know it's like a community of things um and so that's how they do it and the district he goes to and it works out well so, uh, and then there's still some of those, it's funny, it's still some last minute people and then they want to go on there. But usually when, after the sale that the school has, you still can go on there, but you're not going to get the same savings. And then they usually charge about $15 just to ship it to your home. So please make sure, usually when, um, if the school, the ISD is very, um, um, prepared and efficient, like the one that Jack goes to, then they start, look out for this parents. They start selling, uh, putting up the sales for the school supplies for the next incoming year. They start that around March or April of the year that you're going out of. So like this March and April, well, April is when they started the sale, and then it went through June, and then we extended it to through July just to help parents out because, you know, people travel and, and, and things of that nature, and vacation usually right after school, they had somewhere to go. So we extended that sale through July, like, the you know, July 13th, but we had to cut off at some point, remember that. Uh, because they still have to get the orders, and it's a big order for the whole school, and the, the company needs enough time to, to, to get all that stuff together. So if you're just tuning in, stay tuned to the Lisa Lewis Show. And when we come back on the other side of the break, we'll talk more about tips to prepare for back to school. Stay tuned.
my name is Jack, and you're listening to my mom on the Lisa Lewis Show. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff. And find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Thank you so much for keeping the dial here on this thankful Thursday to the Lisa Lewis Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lewis, and today's topic is tips to prepare for back to school. Yes, I said back to school. I know. (laughs) The countdown has begun, and um, I know Jack has less than a month left on vacation, um, and, you know, it's time to get back into the grind of learning, exploring, and and having fun with their classmates. So uh, I'm just giving a few tips on ways that I found uh, that has personally worked for me or things that I've heard or read, and, um, and so I'm bringing them to you today. Now we're on number 10. You can also use videos. Uh, that's my secret weapon because, you know, children at this age at nine and and other ages, but I have a nine-year-old. They love videos and action and everything, and you can use that to teach your children, um, you know, letters or math or science. He's really into science, and seriously, videos are awesome. And you can use even use them in the car, your SUV or van, right? Even better. <laughs> Cut it on as you're getting ready to take them to the water park or wherever. And it sticks with them, and then you'll hear them singing the tunes or whatever. And then also, they'll start acting for them. I know when I listen to, um, you know, like Tony Robbins, uh, David Ramsey, Susie Orman, Oprah, of course, uh, Jack knows who those people are because he's always heard me listening to them, even in the womb. <laughs> so he's aware of who they are. Like, he'll be like, that's Oprah. I'm like, yes, exactly right. Uh, number 11, if you have uh, toddlers, you can start a tot school uh, with the little ones to include them in the fun. Preschool is a great time to help your kids start learning at that age. Number 12, um, I use hooks for, uh, like I was saying earlier, you can use hooks for each of the children's book bags to help keep things organized. And you can grab um the little buckets and the hooks from different stores that, you know, just look them up, um, the different stores, wherever you want to go to Google, uh, you know, where to get a rack that has the buckets and the hooks and, 
and uh, there's a plethora of places that you can get those from. Number 13, you can mix up the lunches this year and keep it simple. You can even use something fun um, like sandwich uh, cookie cutters uh, to make their lunchbox filled with, a, uh, with different items instead of a boring sandwich, right? So I try that because Jack loves pe uh, peanut butter sandwiches. For some reason, he doesn't like jelly. I don't know if it's the, I think it's the, um, I don't know if it's the taste or the texture. He, he I think he's, it's the texture. He, he doesn't like it. So I only have to make peanut butter sandwiches. So uh, I usually cut them in half or cut them in four. And so now I found this cutter that you just put, press down and then they come in little bites. <laughs> And it's so cute because then, like, now with that, you can put, and then they have the tray that it goes with, and then you put those in there, and then you can put little bells, the, you know, the little um, tomatoes, or you can put celery in there around it. You can put carrots in there, so that way they can have a well-balanced, nutritious meal. Uh, number 14, organize your children's clothes for the entire week. Remember I had mentioned earlier you can do it the night before, but this is even better for those who are super organized. You can do it like on the weekend as you're doing laundry anyway. Then, you know, like on Friday, you can get ready for the next week if you're, you're so inclined to do so. And um, pick every outfit out on Sunday afternoon and lay them out or hang them up for the week. It will get rid of any – I didn't – want to wear that or I didn't know what to wear type of battles, right? The morning of when you're trying to get out the door and get to school on time so you can get to work um, and make sure that they start their day um, right. Number 15, start your children's day outright with a great meal. These may, um, excuse me, the make-ahead uh, dinners that they have are great ideas and they're easy and and um and they're ready to go. Like, uh, I remember the, um, oh my goodness, I can't think of the name. The hot, not, well, you could do hot pockets. Uh, and then there's also another one that has the peanut butter and jelly with the crust. You could do that as well. They're frozen. So if you want to put those in their um, lunch, also they'll be thawed out by the time they go to lunch. Because, you know, usually our kiddos are going to lunch later and later because, you know, there's a longer day and more children uh, to facilitate. So I know last year Jack went to lunch at 1230. So this year he gets to go 30 minutes earlier at noon. So um, I usually pack three snacks because he has the snack time like at 1030 in the classroom. And then he'll have two snacks at lunch with his peanut butter sandwich or whatever we have. But it's a great way. Uh, it's a great way to um, plan out the day and plan for um, snacks as well. And then it says, number 16 on here, it says plan out some easy, healthy after-school snacks to fill your kids up uh, until dinner time. That's another thing. Uh, what I do is, like, I know he loves uh, cookies and milk, so uh, when I go to pick him up from school, I make sure to have those in a, in a Ziploc bag and then what I do is just chill the, I chill the, um, uh, the milk. I put it in a cup, like, you know, cups that you can get, takeaway cups that you get when you go to restaurants, um, and they have the lid, and then you can just put the straw in there. So about 30 minutes before I'm going to leave the house, I fill it up with milk, chocolate milk or white milk, and then I put it in the freezer 
so that way when I, as I'm driving to go pick him up from school that it still is, uh, you know, um, cold by the time he gets out of school. So, you know, it just takes a little, it takes a little foresight and thinking and you can, you know, you can make these, these things happen. I can remember my mom letting us pick a snack as soon as we came home from school, uh, which reminds me, <laughs> I can also remember my very healthy brother um, having two powdered donuts and Sprite every single day after school. So I'm pretty sure he hasn't had a donut in over 20 years. So that's, you know, it's a, just a funny memory um, that I have when we, when we were kids. There were 17. Back to school means sicknesses are on their way. Find ways to cut down on sickness. I recently read a study that said that two groups of people were given a cold. Uh, one group slept for eight hours. The other group had under seven. Which group was more likely to get a respiratory infection, do you think? The seven-hour group, three times higher. That, you know, that just, that's amazing, you know, that surprises me. Um, that, um, but it's important because I know a lot of times our society is, oh, let's sleep, you know, get be a go-getter and let's sleep. But your your body still needs time to recoup from whatever you, the day's work or night's work that you put it through. So I know, especially for children, um, our pediatrician has told us at his age that he needs anywhere from 10 to 14 hours of sleep a day. So that's why in the summertime, um, I, I let, we let him stay up and he can watch TV or do his Legos or, and, uh, you know, do, uh, run through his fort that he's built in the house and things of that nature. Um, and then we just let him go to sleep when he go, wants to go to sleep because there's no school. So there's less structure during the summertime uh, around here with that. And so, but like right now he is asleep. So he stays up at, I think I've mentioned this before on the show, he stays up like all night and does what he does. And then he sleeps most of the day. And I allow him to, because I remember that the pediatrician says they need 10 to 14 hours uh, of sleep. And so for those who always have their children in sports and after school activities, during school time, maybe summer is a good time to have to allow them to sleep in uh, so they can get the rest and nurturing and their bodies can grow and their brains can grow through sleep. And so, um, you know, hopefully the kiddos are less busy and uh, are not on such a rigid schedule as, as I see some when they are uh, in school. Uh, number 18, remember last year and let it guide you as you prepare for a start fresh with a positive attitude. So, you know, last year, it, whatever the hurdles were, perhaps you can smooth those out some just with preparation and, you know, um, pro provocative thinking, you know, forward thinking, uh, preparing better, things of that nature might reduce some of that stress. Like I, it's funny because when I take Jack to school, I see all the people who are dashing in and I don't just mean the first day of school either. I mean, we know to get there, like the first day of school, we're going to already be parked and we always take him in and we don't just drop him off. We park, we take him in, we take a picture at the first day of school in his classroom. 
um, preferably with his teacher if she has time, but usually they don't because they're greeting everybody. And then we stay there a little bit with him right before the bell rings. They'll say, okay, parents, <laughs> bell's about to ring. It's time to, you know, kiss your kiddos goodbye. And uh, so we know to get there a good 30 minutes before that busyness starts, and we're already in the school. But, I mean, even during the middle of the school year, I still see people same people dashing in. And I'm thinking to myself, if they would just prepare better, you know, just get up maybe a half an hour earlier or prepare most things at night. That way in the morning you're not in a, you know, a rush <laughs> all the time. If I was doing that, that would just like, ooh, that would make me, you know, cringe if, if you know, if I was always in a panic rush. So, um, just use last year and learn from it and let that guide you through this year. Number 19, start the school routine a week before school starts to get yourself and your kids ready. I love the tip, back to school emotions that you don't expect. They caught me off guard when our very uh, mature firstborn started kindergarten. And uh, she was uh, very nervous and scared to go. And I wish I had prepared for this part a little more. So now with Jack, I know, you know, what better uh, to do in order to prepare for school. Number 20, create a planner to keep all your meal plans, papers, and other school materials organized. Um, and so, you know, just if you have a planner, then again, you can, you can get the uh, class schedule um, and also you can get the meals and then you can have that in there and then you know what's going on and as the children have field trips you might want to keep that paper in your planner too so you won't forget to not pay and then they can't go to the school trip or whatever or if they need a bag lunch and you sent their their lunch box now they they have to keep up with that where if you had to send a paper bag like they had asked then they can just throw it away in the park so just be cognizant of those things. Those things have always helped me by keeping everything that's pertinent to Jack in my planner. If you're just tuning in, thank you so much for keeping the dial here on the Lisa Lewis Show on TogiNet Radio. Today is Thankful Thursday, and I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. And on the other side of the break, we'll talk more about tips to prepare for back to school. Don't go away. by bread alone. He must have his peanut butter. Peanut butter is a pate of childhood, and it's not just for kids, his dogs love it too. Last night I gave my dog a pill hidden in peanut butter. What's a word for a messy concoction that helps the medicine go down? Sliver sauce. Mice apparently prefer peanut butter to cheese when it comes to luring them into the trap. But there are even more practical uses for peanut butter. Peanut butter contains natural oils, which makes it perfect for removing all kinds of sticky things, like gum stuck in your shoe or in your hair. What's a word for the fear of peanut butter sticking to the roof of your mouth? 
arachnophobia. And according to Barry Goldwater, if you don't mind smelling like peanut butter for two or three days, peanut butter is a darn good shaving cream. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting Magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Welcome back, all of you movers and influencers. Thank you so much for keeping the vow here on the Lisa Lewis Show on TogiNet Radio. I am your host, Lisa Lewis, and today is Thankful Thursday. The topic of the day is tips to prepare for back to school. Can you believe it's almost time to go back already? The start of a new school year is basically a fresh start, a blank slate to write your new future and redefine who you are and what you want to do. So set yourself up for a whole year of success and fun with these tips for making the most of your school year. So number 21 we have, have uh, if your child is going to kindergarten, congratulations. I remember that. That was just the most magical time. Even when I went to school, I can remember kindergarten. Well, when I went to school, they also let you sleep. I had a little nap time. I don't know if they still do that. But anyway, kindergarten was just a hoot. So um, congratulations to all of the kindergartners out there that are starting their um, first year and journey of educational learning. Uh, Number 22, the morning of the first day, have a special gift for your child. It doesn't have to be fancy. You can do a great book and crayons or a pack of fun pencils might be all that you want to do. I love to give our children or our child a, a book to start off the first day at school. So, so, so here's a few suggestions to um, some books that we've used in the past. Uh, here's a New York Times number one bestseller, and the title is The Kissing Hand by Audrey Penn. And it even has free stickers inside for your kiddos. So um, another one that we like is, Title, the title is First Day Jitters, and that one is by Julie Denberg. Uh, 23 on the list, have your child take a first day of school picture with their other siblings. This is my favorite time uh, to, to do that, and also you'll have it, and also let them take one independently, because believe it or not, even if they're going to kindergarten this year, parents, before you know it, you'll be needing to go through the scrapbook 
to present pictures and things in order to put in their senior school yearbook. Trust me, the time really does go by that fast. So I love the different creations that I see people coming up with on Facebook, uh, you know, like if they're in first grade, uh, you know, kindergarten through 12, they had the children hold little, you know, little posters that they've made and the children are ready for school. And, and also it helps you identify the picture when you need it again. So it's brilliant, <laughs> right? Just like now they put on the children, the different months they are. I love the little, uh, little stickers that you get to put on their little onesies. It helps you remember, cause, you know, just in case you forget or too busy to put the date on the back of the picture or whatever. And we've all, we, we all seem to be going digital so but it helps by having something to identify what year this was, and that way it'll help identify uh, and serve you well to create uh, those great memories down the road. Number 24 on the list is try lunchbox notes to write in your child's day. If you don't want to use chalkboard paint on their things, at least stick a little note in each lunchbox and um that is such a unique idea. And what I do, even if you don't want to go that far, uh, you can write on, with the permanent markers, you can write on the Ziploc bag. So I, you know, I say to Jack, like, happy first day of school. Or sometimes, you know, I don't, you don't have to do it every day. Just when it comes on you, on you to do it, you can do something as simple as, You can do something as simple as putting it on the Ziploc. Just say, have a nice day or love mom and dad and, you know, a little cute smiley face. And it goes a long way. And they remember these things. So Jack will say, oh, I've seen your note or I didn't expect that or mom, how cute or how neat. And so, you know, it's just the little things that help create great memories with our kiddos, right? And so, um uh, those are just some great tips there. Number 25, be sure to use your last week before the kids go back to school and spend some much needed one-on-one time with the kiddos. Um, and that'll be so much fun. Like just going to the park or or um, maybe an indoor sport. It's so hot here. <laughs> I'm sure all across the country it's, it's probably a little hotter than usual. And so, you know, if you want to take them to inside aquarium, museum, children's museum, or what have you, where there's AC, and and of course, don't forget to use sunscreen. Um, you know, SPF, those rays out there. Oh my goodness! And I hear that you know you at least need um, to get the one that says broad uh, broad spectrum, spectrum, because even in shade, there are rays. And so you want to make sure you use your SPF and you want to stay hydrated by, you know, having your bottled water with you um, or a place to purchase that if you're at a museum park or something uh, along those those uh, along those lines. Um, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Lisa Lewis Show right here on Tokenet Radio. I'm your host, Lisa Lewis, and today's topic is tips to prepare for back to school. And I've just been sharing a plethora of things that have helped me with my children. Um, my daughter has already graduated from the university, and now we have a nine-year-old who is entering fourth grade, and Jack, and so... I just thought, wow, if I'm going through these things, I'll bring them to my movers and influencers. And I'm sure someone out here who's listening today 
uh, have a child or know someone who has a child and they can share, you know, um, some of these tips and on, you know, how to stay organized. And the best way to stay organized, I tell you, my friends, is to use your planner. It really is, uh, you know, it helps with going back to school and setting things up. And uh, like I said, you know, if you need a new planner, you know, go ahead and get one now. (laughs) Because this school year, I can just tell it's going to be robust and full of things to do uh, for all of us. Um, And I just, you know, congratulations and kudos to the teachers, all of the great teachers, the staff members, the administrators, um, um, you know, the the principals and vice principals of the school, the the lunch um, uh, aides and and cafeteria workers, the custodians, everybody that makes this happen. It takes a village, right, Um, to all of the uh, ISDs out there, all of those administrators, all of the workers there that make sure that the schools work and uh, we so appreciate you and we salute you and we pray for you that God will have all of the blessings and grace and mercy that it will take for you to have a prosperous 2018-2019 school year. I'm looking forward to going on the field trips. I love doing that, you know, being the home mom or the home den mom or um it's just so much fun. Any way that you can help out, even if you uh, cannot get off from work to do those things, there's other things that you can do. Uh, there's always supplies that are needed. Usually people get supplies at the beginning of the year, but towards the middle and end of the year, teachers still need supplies. So if it's ever, if it ever is impressed upon your heart to get something when you're at the a store, then teachers always can use um, like pencils. They can always use sticky notes. They, they go through so many sticky notes, believe it or not. They can always use the dry erase markers and the uh, eraser. Um, a lot of them have the smart whiteboards at schools now. So all of those, anything that you can, that, that you can afford, then it would be helpful. And then as we know, there's allergies and colds throughout the year. So if you could pick up a box of uh, tissue, Kleenex, that, that's always helpful. They always need uh, the um, quarter-sized uh, Ziploc bags because in that they can, especially for the smaller children, uh, change of clothing. Like um, I know from kindergarten through kindergarten and first grade with Jack, they had us, you know, put a change of clothes in there just in case he needed it because sometimes those little kiddos still have accidents. And um, or they might drop something on themselves and to keep you from having to take off from work and come up there. This is another thing for preparedness. Um, And then, uh, you know, you just send it up there in a Ziploc bag. And, of course, you label all of their things and and then uh, you send it uh, usually with, you know, pre-K three and four kindergarten. And I think we did it with first grade two with Jack. Yes, we did. And then, you know, they sent them back. They weren't needed, but it was there just in case. And and then it's peace of mind that the child won't have to be soiled all day um, because you can't get away from work or or whatever the case may be. 
So if you can think of anything else that, you know, and I know you can, that we can add to this list on preparedness for, uh, to go back to school, send us an email at Lisa Lewis Company at gmail.com. Also, you can call us directly at 210-240-8845. If you'd like to listen to all any of our um, podcasts, and we hope that you do, we hope that we are bringing things, um, the content is of value to you each and every Thursday that we're here from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, and you can check your local listings for your time. Uh, we hope that it's of value to you, and uh, you can check us out on iTunes, search The Lisa Lewis Show, and download those podcasts. Excuse me. Also, you can head over to tobinet.com forward slash shows forward slash The Lisa Lewis Show. We look forward to hearing from you. We always love hearing from you. Um, and, I, you know, this is just going to be a great year for, I can just feel it for all of our um, kiddos to, um, you know, as they go head back to school, as they start up college or head back to college, um, it's going to just be a fresh start. And also on the list, we have other little tidbits like, you know, start with a fresh notebook to write things down, have some antidotes ready. People are definitely going to be asking you about your summer, so have a few highlights (laughs) ready to share tell them about your great day on the beach or, you know, Jack will be able to tell about our great road trip to Piney Woods in East Texas um, or the week that you spent at summer camp. This way uh, you won't say something awkward if you're feeling nervous when you're, uh, when people are chatting you up. So anyway, it's been great time spent with you today. And remember when you bring us your business, we'll bring it to radio. it's Thursday, it's time to join Lisa Lewis from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time as we continue to explore key strategies that will provide a mind shift as well as a movement to become a game changer on this planet. Also, we provide the show archives on iTunes for all of our movers and influencers.